Russell, Kerry Golston. Matthew chapter 24. Father, I yield myself to your precious Holy Spirit, who is the teacher. I ask him to reveal, unveil through this vessel of clay, through these lips of clay, the word that you would have me to speak today. I thank you and honor you that, Holy Spirit, you are the teacher. And I give your name the glory, Lord Jesus, for all that is accomplished in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I got to preach fast now. Matthew chapter 24. And we're going to look at the 24th verse. This is where we're going to do a quickie review. It's going to be very quick. Okay? All right. Matthew chapter 24, verse 24. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, <laughs> they shall deceive the very elect. And uh, I submit to you that uh, in this hour that we live today, right now, in the nasty now and now, there are many that are being deceived. And uh, I've been uh, commissioned, mandated, commanded by the Lord to share. I have to say these things because this is what this is my assignment. It's not. It's not about anybody. It's not about uh, you feel good, you don't feel good, you like it, you don't like it. You're up, you're down, all around. It does not make a difference. You are commissioned to say, and you must say. Remember my my first calling. The part of my first calling, the vision is. <laughs> I've given you a cutting edge ministry. Not all will accept you. Some will even reject you. But you say what I tell you to say, and you do what I tell you to do. That's the mandate. I don't have a choice, because otherwise I might keel over. I'd much rather you keel over. Amen. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> uh, after all, I can do your funeral. See, I can have it. But if I'm going, who's going to do it? You know? Amen. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, here we go, Matthew 24, 24. So, so even the very elect shall be deceived. And then we, uh, and then we went to, to some other scriptures in Hebrews chapter 4, real quickly. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. And uh, we uh, shared this. Because uh, I want to get it to you real quick, like. But I can't go too fast. In Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. And we share with you that this is the only account of 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 soul and spirit being separated. They are so closely aligned that it is impossible for anyone, any man, any woman to, to separate soul and spirit. Now we've, we've uh, through our studies, we've come, to, uh, we've come to understand that the soul is made up of five faculties or five components, the mind, the will, the emotions, the intellect, and the imagination. The mind, the will, the emotions, the intellect, and the imagination. And these five faculties are very, 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 very powerful in our lives because there are many other factors that come into play, but it all goes to cause us to do the things that we do, to, to, to say the things that we say and live the way that we live because of those five faculties. But once you get born again, <laughs> 
Once you become a child of God, your spirit is now alive to God. You are a new creature. You're not the old person that you were. You're not just a sinner saved by grace. You're a new creature that never existed before. And that new creature, that new person on the inside of you, because remember, uh, 2 Thessalonians says that we are spirit, soul, and body. We are spirits, we have a soul, and we live in a body. Now, that second component there, the spirit of man, this is the part that's reconnected to God when you get born again, and God makes you a new creature. That old person is gone. That old person is dead. That old person no longer exists. You are a new creature. Now, that, that, that new creature, that spirit man, he also has five faculties or five components. It's faith, hope, prayer, praise, and worship. Faith, hope, prayer, praise, and worship. This makes up the spirit man. Now, the, the problem is because God has said here that we are, we are spirits. And we, that spirit comes alive when we are born again. But we've had many years of training of the soulish realm. The soulish realm has been trained for many years, so we operate by the soulish realm. So the problem comes in that when we get born again, until we get our mind renewed, as Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says, until we get our mind renewed, and I'm talking about truly renewed, I'm not talking about I just don't cuss no more. That is not a renewed mind. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, 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 no. That is, that is not a renewed mind. There are plenty of folk that don't cuss no more. Before I ever got saved, I stopped cussing. Amen. Amen. I just didn't like it. You know, I found myself talking like the other fellas. You know, and uh, it, it just, it, after a while, I said, why am I doing that? That's not me. So I didn't have to be born again to stop cursing. So obviously that is not being born again. That is not becoming a new creature. That is not having your mind renewed. There's other components involved in having your mind renewed. But we don't have time to get into that right now. But I want you to know that what happens is because you are now operating as a new creature does not mean that you're going to do everything correctly. It does not mean that you're going to do everything right. It does not mean that God is talking to you and nobody else is. The scripture says that there are many voices in the world and none of them without signification. There's many voices out there. But see, if you are operating from the soulish realm, you think it's God. Come on now. You think it's God, and because you think it's God, you want to move forward as though it's God. And you, that doesn't make you a bad person. You're just misinformed. You've just been deceived the deceiver has deceived you and that's that's his job that's what he does so somebody nobody should be ashamed of being deceived they should just get back on the good foot <laughs> just get back and see we have a standard it's this word here because remember what it said only the word can divide soul and spirit so if you want to divide soul and spirit you got to go to the word so when you go to the word, you say, hey, this is my standard. Does it line up with what I believe? Come on. Does it line up with what I believe is God? See, God does not leave us out there to, to, to get destroyed by the destroyer. 
He says, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a hook that you can always hang on to. I'm going to give you something so that you cannot be deceived by the deceiver. Because see, the word says that he can change himself into an angel of light. He can, he can sound just like God. He can look just like God. He can make you think he is God, but he cannot. He cannot change this, see, because Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God says, I am the Lord, I change not. And, and like the Lord said to me one time, he said, when you were in a problem, I was the day before, I am the day of the problem, and I will be the day after the problem. And what I said a hundred years ago is not going to change. So what I have to do is I have to go to the standard and say, now this is the standard. Does what I heard line up with the standard? If it does not line up in any way, shape, or form, I have to reject it. And we're all responsible for that. I said, we're all responsible for that. I, I often tell my story about when, when I was laying in the bed one day, one evening, and, uh, and I heard a voice. And I'm, I'm accustomed to the voice of God because I've, I've heard the voice of God many times. I've had many kinds of signs and, and miracles, and, and I see into the spirit realm. And, and, you know, all these things are happening to me all the time. I had an encounter two nights ago. It was so spiritually impactful. I cried like a baby. I couldn't stop crying. First lady woke up and, and I said, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't, I can't stop crying. It, it was a dream, but it was real. It, it, was, it, was, it, was so, it was so powerful. It impacted me so strongly that I could not stop crying. I gave a little account of it this morning in Pennsylvania, but I want to do, do a production because that's how powerful it was. So anyway, in this encounter that I had, I was laying in the bed. Thought I forgot, didn't you? I remember I'm laying in the bed, and all of a sudden, I knew I was dying. Death had fastened its throes upon me. I knew it. And I jumped up. You know, if you stand up, you can't die. <laughs> I jumped up. <laughs> so I'm stand up. I'm dying. <laughs> you know, and I heard a voice. And the voice said, don't you trust me? And I've heard that voice many times. I recognize that voice. I said, man, this is the Lord speaking to me. I said, yes, Lord, I trust you. So I laid back down and assumed the position. Waiting to die. And I'm laying there, you know, and then all of a sudden, something began to rise up on the inside of me. Death is an enemy. Death is an enemy. What happened? The standard began to rise up. The standard began to rise up. Now, Trusting God is a part of the word. The devil will bring scripture to you. But it's got to line up, line upon line, precept upon precept. You cannot take this one, one little piece and run with it. That's why I said out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So this thing rose up in me. Death is an enemy. I got out of the position. I jumped up again. I said... That was you, devil. I know who that was. You trying to kill me. But I'm going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. Because watch this. 
if I had stayed there believing that it was God, I would have died. That's how powerful this stuff is. I would have laid right there and died because of my own free will and because of what I believed. I could have killed myself laying right there, listening to the devil, being deceived by a voice. Gary, don't you know me? Yeah, I know you, devil. <laughs> Get out of here. So you see, what happened is, now watch this now. The devil is limited to the soulish realm. Come on now. He's limited to the soulish realm. Remember, the scripture declares that he was cast out of heaven. When he was cast out of heaven, his spiritual abilities were taken from him. So he's limited now to operating in the flesh. The soulish realm is a part of the flesh, the mind, the will, the emotions, the intellect, and the imagination. I'm getting pretty good with that, ain't I? And he look at the book, man. Okay? That's all a part of the flesh. I said that's all a part of the flesh. That is his playground. In 2 Corinthians, there's a scripture that talks about casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. In other words, you have to, you must have thought and imagination. Where's my class? Where's my class? Thought and imagination management. Remember the word says, think on these things. You know, you don't want your mind freewheeling thinking up stuff because he knows that there's an enemy out there who's going to help you think what he wants you to think but because you're in the soulish realm it's so close to the spirit realm that you don't realize that you're operating out of your soul and you believe you're operating out of your spirit you believe you're right you believe that this is God That's, that's why I don't, that's why I never, I never, never, never say to people when they say something, once they say to me, yeah, but I know this is God, I leave them alone. I'm back off. I'm back off. Because you've already said this is what you believe. Ain't no sense of me trying to convince you otherwise. I'll give you what the standard says. You take that, if you still want to run with it, go ahead, Spunky. Amen. Go ahead, knock yourself out. But see, I know, I know when you're wrong, because I know it don't line up with the standard. But I, who am I? I'm not God. I'm not your savior. He's the one who has to get it to you. Hallelujah. I said, he's the one who has to get it to you. Now, remember, the, the enemy is a deceiver. That's what he does is deceives. That is his 24-7 job. Deceiving. Deceiving. Deception is all around us, but it is heightened because we're in the last days. He knows his time is short, so we want to take out as many as he can take out. I'm going to take out, he said, I know, look, look, there ain't, there ain't no salvation for me. I can't call Jesus Lord and get back. So I'm going to do as much damage as I can while I can, because I'm going to be in the lake of fire for a long time. So if I can take somebody with me, <laughs> you know, that's how folk are. 
That's not folk art. I remember I heard I heard a story of a of a, of a young lady that went to uh, down to the Caribbean somewhere, and she met this young man, and she thought she was you know she thought she was in love, and she th thought he was in love with her. Okay, and they they talk they talked about marriage and all that kind of stuff, but they didn't get married. They just talked about it, and then they just you know decided to sleep together and whatnot. And she was coming back home to get her affairs together so she can go back and marry her. I can't live without him. And he had, had a little gift for her. And the, the little gift was a little coffin. It was a little coffin. And he had a note with the coffin. Welcome to the world of HIV and AIDS. That devil wanted to take some more devils with him when he went. She was innocent. She didn't mean that. But, but hey. You can't go against the standard and think you're going to get by. You're not going to get by. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, good seed and bad seed. Let me go back over here because I got to preach fast. All right. All right. I want you to see something. I want you to see something. Turn to Hebrews 5. You're, you're right nearby. You're right nearby. Look at the eighth, the eighth, eighth verse. Hebrews 5, 8. 8. Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. Sometimes you got to suffer. Sometimes you got to suffer. He said, well, why I got to suffer? Because you're going to learn obedience through the suffering. Because you want to learn how to stand after having done all to stand. You'll learn how to stand, therefore, regardless of what's coming at you. Because stuff is coming. Amen. And stuff come to all of us. I don't care who you are. You can be the bishop. Or you can be the custodian. Stuff is coming. And if you don't know how to stand, you will be destroyed by the destroyer. So, watch this. So, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. To who? Yeah, yeah, don't leave out that last part. All them that obey him. Yeah, I know the Lord. I'm saved. I'm all right. I, I got my I got my I got my fire insurance. Y'all know what fire insurance is, right? You know what fire insurance is? I gotta tell some of y'all. Okay. That's insurance about going to hell. Keep from going to hell, you know, fire. Fire insurance, fire. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm all right. I got everything together. I got my fire insurance, okay? And, you know, I can do whatever I want to because I accepted the Lord now. No, no, no. He said, them that obey him. It's not enough to say, I accept you, Lord, and then go back out there and do whatever you want to. Well, let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. Verse 10. Called of God, a high priest after the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered. See, you are dull of hearing. Well, what you, wait a minute, what you talking about? What you talking about? We dull of hearing. For when, for the time, you ought to be teachers. Watch this now. For when, for the time, you ought to be teachers. When you ought to be teaching other people, when you ought to be an example to other people, you have need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of God and, be, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Now, this is heavy. Listen to what he's going to say. 
For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But strong meat belongs to them that are full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses, watch this, senses, senses, mind, will, emotions, intellect, imagination, exercised or trained to discern both good and evil. Well, wait a minute. So strong meat belongs to those who have their mind, their will, their emotions, their intellect, and their imagination under control. If you don't have your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination under control, I don't care if you've been a, a, a saint for 25 years, you're still a baby. Yes. And you are subject to be deceived by the deceiver. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You're subject to be deceived. Because you don't have your senses exercised. So then when you roll up, turn over to, to Romans 2. Yeah, okay. Romans 12. And it says, be not conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He's talking about your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination. And he's saying that renewing, renewing, renewing means that I don't think the way I used to think. I don't act the way I used to act because I have a new standard. And here's my standard over here. Here's my standard. And I got my senses trained. See, because my emotion will cause me to run off and do something dumb because somebody hurt my feelings. Well, God sends you to Africa, and you're in Africa, and he has you preaching there, and the, and the apostle there does not like you. He cursed you out. He said, that's it, I don't have to take this, I'm going home. What has that got to do with what God told you to do? That apostle ain't had nothing to do with it. He didn't call you. He didn't send you. He didn't anoint you. He didn't provide for you. But because of him, your emotions tell you, I'm out of here. He coming clearer to you now? You don't have your senses trained. See, I'm not, I'm not caught up by that mess. I'm not caught up with the, with the, with the thinking. See, because you can go home and think up stuff. You ever had an argument with somebody? And then after the argument, you go home? I should have said this. I know. I could have got her with that. See? Oh, I forgot that. Wait a minute. I remember when she did. Well, I could have said that. You're thinking. See? That, that has to be trained. Trained to submit to the standard. Because if it's not trained to submit to the standard, then the enemy can slide in. And he's got plenty of workers. He got, he got plenty of workers in all colors and all shapes, all sizes. And they're all coming. They'll come to meet you at the door. Did God say? You remember that's how it started? Did God really say? 
she said, yes, he said we couldn't eat it. He said we couldn't even touch it. Uh-oh, I got her now. He never said that. You know what that tells the devil? Watch this now. You don't know the standard. And once he knows that you don't know the standard, you'll fail game. I got him. I got it's just like it's just like the guys who do the you know three card Monty and the and the shell game. You know, they're whipping them shells and whatnot, you know. So as you come up there, yeah, I can do that. They'll let you win one or two, you know. They say, Oh brother, come on. Double or nothing. Let a little brother try to get his money back. <laughs> now you figure out, yeah, I got it now. I got it now, yeah. Yeah, double or nothing. Let's go. Let's go. It's right there, it's right there. have not been exercised or they have not been trained they have not been trained so you go out you go out and you and you think and you're right and then you fall on your face and you don't know why you hurt up a whole lot of people and you don't know why things don't go right and you don't know why say I do but God told me and God said mm, no I didn't no don't put me in that mess I did not tell you that because <laughs> you would know I didn't tell you that if you would have went to the standard I heard Brother Hagin say something. He had uh, he had the Lord Jesus Christ to appear to him many times, and he said to he said to the Lord Jesus Christ, he said, "Lord Jesus, what you tell me, I don't care if you are standing right in front of me. I don't care if you are Lord of Glory." He says, "If what you tell me, if I can't back it up with that book, if I can't find it in that book out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, I'm not going to believe it." And you think Jesus would have got mad at him? Who do you think you are? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? No, he didn't get mad at him. He said, that's right. Your senses have been exercised or trained. You know. You know what to do. This is the standard that he left me. This is the standard that he left all of us. We have to follow the standard. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this real quick. I know. I know. I know. I'm coming, Pastor Sarah. I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. All right. Watch this. Hallelujah. <laughs> watch this. Turn to Psalm 17, please. Psalm 17. This is going to rock your world. Watch this. Psalm 17. Watch this. Oh, yeah. I got to do that. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it, Lord. Psalm 17. Are you there? All right. Listen to verse 4. Anybody got an amplified Bible in here? Somebody got an amplified? Okay. You got a new one? Oh, the old one reads the same way. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Psalm, Psalm 17, verse 4. Now watch this. Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. You didn't get that. I'll read it again. Come on. Maybe the Amplified will help you in a minute. Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, 
I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. You, you get it that time? You get it that time? I'm going to read it one more time for the other ones. Concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. That sounds a whole like, lot, a lot like the word of God is quick and sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide asunder soul and spirit. Soul speaks of the works of men. This stuff has been in the book all this time. It's right there in the book that there is a deceiver out there. And, okay, yes, yes. You find out Amplified yet? Anybody got the Amplified version? Okay, you, you want to read that, please? Same 17 4. Psalm 17 4. Concerning the works of men, by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent, the paths of the destroyer. My Lord, my Lord. Is that, is that clear to you? Now, watch this. In 3 John 2, you don't have to turn there because I got to go fast now. Beloved, I wish or pray above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. How come he didn't say even as your spirit prospers? He said as your soul prospers because the soulless realm is the area that you have to train. Your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, and your imagination must be trained. Now watch this. Remember I said to you that the area, the two areas that the enemy has the greatest realm of, of expression was in your finances and in your health. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Ooh, how about that? Because he's addressing the two areas that the devil has the most influence in. But now in, 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 in uh, Matthew, I believe it's 12, it talks about since, since uh, John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. If you're not violent in the spirit, you ain't getting nothing. I'm telling you right now, the deceiver will steal it from you and he'll send it all over to the whoremongers. He'll send it all over. He'll send it all over to his folk because you didn't get violent. See, God's going to pour it out. God's not going to pour it out and then, then take and walk and hand it to you and hand it to you and hand it to you. He's going to pour it out. And once he pours it out, it's your responsibility now to use the faith that he's given you, to use the, the word that he's given you, to give the blood, use the blood of God that he's given you, to use these tools, these weapons that he's given you, and to use the word of God to command it to come in. He's pouring out, and I submit to you that within two months, you're going to see. I said it this morning. Within two months, you're going to see some of this stuff. I'm already beginning to see it, but you're going to see it in a greater measure. I said you're going to see it in a greater measure. I said you're going to see it in a greater measure. So don't get mad at the folk who receive, because, see, they've exercised or trained their soulish realm and they are taking this thing violently in the spirit 
See, when you pray in the spirit, watch this now. Don't do this. Don't do this. Many people think they're praying uh, uh, in the spirit. They're praying against the devil. <laughs> Fool, you talking to God. You ain't talking to the devil. <laughs> he who prayeth in an unknown tongue speaketh unto God. You ain't talking to the devil. Don't, don't fight the devil like that. Come on now. You fight him just like Jesus did. It is written. It is written. It is written. When he say you ain't going to make it, tell him it is written. When he tell you that you can't make it to the next month, tell him it is written. When he say that you, that you won't die, tell him it is written. I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Tell him when, when he says that you're not going to make it because you don't have enough money. But my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's what you tell him. To tell him the very next time that he says that I'm going to bury you. Tell him when the praises go up. The blessings come down, and I'm praising my Lord. I'm praising Him. See, that's how you're gonna. That's how you're gonna take it. The violence. See, you gotta get violent about the thing, and you can't be timid about who's standing around. They ain't paying your rent. They ain't paying your doctor bill. They ain't doing nothing for you. It makes no difference what they think. If I need to talk to Jesus, I don't care if I'm on the bus, on the train, I don't care if I'm at a sporting event. If I need to talk to Jesus, I'm going to talk to him. See, because he's the only one who said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. If you need me, I'm there. If you want something, I'm there. If you got a problem, I'm there. I'll be with you no matter where you are. I got to get up out of here. Amen. Hallelujah. Stand up, everybody, for a minute. Stand up, stand up, stand up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want you to say this after me. In the name of Jesus. By faith in his name. By faith in his word. The deceiver will not deceive me. I have a standard. I will go by that standard. And I believe. That I will know everything that God wants me to know, when he wants me to know it, how he wants me to know it, and I will be, do, accomplish everything that he's ordained for me. Before I was born, he put me in my mother's womb. He had an assignment for me. And that assignment will be fulfilled. He is the Lord, and he prepares the end before the beginning. So before I came out, he already prepared my end. He had it ready for me. The enemy, the deceiver, the destroyer, has no part nor lot in my life. And from this day forward, I am the violent in the spirit, and I take it by violence. Thank you, Jesus, for being with me. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NewFMCF. 
friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.